Hello, this is Minute 64 of As If, the podcast about Clueless, where we talk about Clueless minute by minute. I am Trevor Gibson, your host, and with me today is... Jessica Gambling. And Martin Sand. <clears throat> this is Minute 64. Important. A transitional minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, very, trans- very transitional, very yes. important to the uh, world of Clueless. Yes, and definitely the best one so far. We, uh, you know, we got the uh, we got the best one, so suck it, other hosts. That's right. It's, it's most certainly the sexiest minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Christian uh, approaches a different statue and uh, comments how it's older, a very important piece that is transitional. Cher, so she wants to go swimming, but uh, Christian decides not to. Says he does, he, a transitional Klaus Oldenburg piece that's clearly not a Klaus Oldenburg. It's definitely not a Klaus Oldenburg piece. It looks like a Henry Moore piece, for sure. But obviously they um, wrote the script before they made the fake sculptures to put around Cher's pool. So. Yeah. Uh, after uh, after Christian declines Cher's offer to go swimming, they uh, head up to her room and go watch some movies. Uh, some like it hot and Sporadicus. <laughs> Sporadicus. Sporadicus. <sighs> I will n- never be able to call it anything else. Stanley Kubrick's best film, Sporadicus. Sporadicus. About about a guy who sometimes uh, lets slave revolts on his off days. <laughs> sometimes. Sporadicus. Sporadically. <laughs> he is inconsistent. <laughs> Cher, uh, Cher tries to uh, put some moves on Christian. You know, she tries to... Uh, they're laying in the bed together. Watching this movie, she uh, kind of rubs her feet against his, his leg, you know. Whenever he looks at her, like, what's going on? She uh, says that her feet are cold, so he puts a pillow over her feet, to which she just says, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> very, uh, very uh, disappointed. Yeah. And that uh, pretty much sums up this minute. Now, we said that they watch both Sporadicus and Some Like It Hot, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. I mean, Spartacus. Spartacus. <laughs> <laughs> they know what we're talking about. Yeah. I, at, least I, at least I hope so. Yeah. I hope no one goes uh, goes on Google after this and starts googling Stanley Kubrick sporadic. Sporadicus. Yeah. yeah, but I've never seen I've never seen either of these movies. I've seen both because I have uh, on my other podcast, which you can check out on iTunes <laughs> and SoundCloud and other great places. Podcasts <laughs> are sold. Been going through the list and uh, this, uh, showed up on both of them, and I have to say. Uh, Jack Lemmon and Tony Curse are just fantastic, just delightful in both. Are they both in both? No, no. Both uh, <laughs> have a thing for Tony Curtis. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> Tony Curtis is in both. Uh, Jack Lemmon is just in Some Like It Hot. Oh, okay, okay. But they're they're both delightful. Yeah, I would have liked yeah, to yeah. see Jack Lemmon in uh, Spartacus. He could take the uh, he could take the role of the guy that buys Tony Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> Make that bath scene even more sexually charged than it already is. Oh, that does sound. Uh, that sounds very sexy. Jack <laughs> so, Lemon. Mm. They go into this <laughs> long conversation. There's this scene wherever um, you you see this man. He um, 
like looks at the tablet tied to Tony Curtis's chest and asks him, uh, you know, about his singing for his previous masters. And uh, that guy uh, makes Tony Curtis give him a bath, and he starts talking about snails and oysters and like try. So he starts talking about you know, it's okay to try new things or uh, or like more than one kind of thing, you know, and it's important to like broaden your horizons and stuff. <laughs> And it's amazing. Is that the scene that they're watching in the movie? Because he's talking about how he's saying for his master's children. Is that the is that the scene? Um, That's before. the uh, the bath scene. Oh, the bath okay. scene follows uh, follows sometime after that. Okay. But there's so much sexual tension between those two throughout the movie, though. Wet and uh, where did you practice this wonderful talent <laughs> for my masters? Uh, there was a um, there was a time in the late. 80s early 90s I remember seeing an LA Times like style section that I kept for some reason and it had like perms they're not just for women and there was a dude with like a tight perm and I found it really upset I found it very upsetting I don't remember why I I kept that I kept it for years and it would I did not like it and it was like kind of a mushroom shape and it was super tight I'm making a hand gesture that is very helpful for the listeners to see and understand what I'm describing Martin, I hope uh, that... Jessica's making, like, a teepee with her hands over her head. That's not... It was like... Oh, I don't know. It wasn't good. I might be misremembering it. But, Martin, I hope I'm not think, offending you. You don't really have a lot of hair, so that's not why, is it? Oh, I... Well, I he's, he's not bald. He just cuts it close. I have a well, buzz no, cut. Thinking, Actually, like, I have curly? super that's curly why. hair. You just can't... You just can't see it. I used to have... Really long short. hair, and it's um, really, really curly. Yeah, I guess I'm not that into... To- yeah, like, I'm trying to think of, like, Tony Curtis in this scene, and I just... Maybe that's why I never really cared for Tony Curtis. Maybe it was the curly hair. We're, but we're starting to get the feeling in this scene that Cher is getting sort of the brush off. And uh, perhaps the more sophisticated viewer of Clueless may be familiar with um, these two films. Well, really, I... Uh, I really think that uh, they're both rather clueless if you will Uh I will uh, I will have more I will have more evidence of that uh, tomorrow (laughs) yeah I don't think that Christian was entirely aware that uh, that Cher had romantic feelings towards him or that she was uh, that she wasn't aware that he was gay oh she doesn't get it yeah and I think that he Mm. um, I don't think he's I don't think he's comfortable with, with admitting that she likes him Cause he's a kid too, you know. He's not going to confront these things head on. Oh no, definitely not. Yeah, these I are... certainly didn't. I certainly didn't confront anything head on whenever I was sixteen. I oh, still barely do now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was only four years ago for you. Back in the halcyon days of my teen- teenage years. Oh, halcyon. Which ended a year ago. <laughs> Is that Martin and I are significant? Like we're in the target demographic for when this movie came out. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, for. Yeah, and so we were in our in our mid-teens when this came out, and Trevor, you would have been what, like two? I would I, I would have been I would have been a twinkle in my father's yeah. eye at this age. This, this movie came out in '95. I I was born. I came out in '96. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So this is like a throwback. You look at this in the same way you look at Sporadicus and Some Like It Hot yeah. as a classic. I do. <laughs> I do. It's like, oh, look at all these old-timey things. You yeah, know? yeah. Those cell phones are so big. It's crazy. That's like... <laughs> it really... The, for you, that's like... That's like that's really like watching a 70s movie is for us. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 
And Martin, did you read these? You didn't read these in, like, I read, this is the, like, you get introduced to Emma in, like, high school out here, but you probably read it later, because you're in Germany, right? Yeah, we, we definitely, we definitely didn't read, um, like, Jane Austen in high school. I, uh, I read some Jane Austen in, uh in uh, uh, university. So uh, I definitely read um, Pride and Prejudice um, attentively. Uh, I sort of skimmed Emma and uh, most of the other ones. Um, <coughs> sort of what, um, Cliff's Notes did, but... Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, what kind of what kind of books did you read for, uh, for like, uh, the courses in high school. Oh, you mean English class? Okay, yeah, because because literature class, um, that was that was mostly uh, German stuff. But um, in well, that's, Engl- what I, that's what I'm interested in. What did you What did you What did you read for uh, for like German lit courses? Well, we uh, we read um, well, of course, a lot of the classics you may have heard about, like um, uh, you, you may know about uh, Schiller and Goethe. Um, and so on. Yeah. Oh. Um, but we also read stuff that y- y- I don't know. You wouldn't be um, you wouldn't be aware of outside of Germany, like um, Wolfgang Köppen, or th- th- that's that that sort of stuff uh, is probably unknown outside of Germany. We read um, we read um, Victor Klemperer's. Um, treatise on the uh, language of the Third Reich. Um, oh, wow. Which is an interesting book, but I don't know if it's even available in English or if it would even make sense to oh. read it in English because it's very much about um, uh, about the German language um, and the way it was used by the Nazis. Um, yeah, so we read that kind of stuff. Like <laughs> German stuff. That's so interesting. Actually, actually, it was it was all German authors, and then it was randomly um, uh, Anton Chekhov, like uh, Chekhov's oh. uh, Seagull. We read um, the Seagull. <laughs> oh, nice! In in German for some reason. In his uh, his most famous work, Chekhov's Gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, his his most his most famous. Yeah, that's that's what they wrote the song about. Chekhov got his gun. That video is really powerful. The universe of of, of literature you really get to read is so so tiny. I took continental literature in college, and we read one German book, which was The Sorrows of Young Werther. And um, uh-huh. that guy, man, what a baby! I I um, I was not a fan of 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 Werther, and I'm like, why were people? I don't know. That guy couldn't convince me to jump off of a bridge. Um, the story is that, you know, everybody was reading it and it was very popular and it was making young people want to kill themselves because it was so romantic and yeah, yeah, depressing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, I can't see it. It's called, it's called, it's called the Werther effect in psychology. It's, uh, oh. <clears throat> that's what that is. It's, it's the reason, um, it's the reason some countries have laws or at least guidelines about how you report suicides. Yes. Yeah. So plugs, guys. <laughs> I don't have anything to plug. I'm just living life in the real world. <laughs> where, pe- in realness. where people are not polite. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
I would like to plug um, I Love My Dad Gay Cast, the uh, minute-by-minute Heathers podcast that's not a real thing and is not available on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else. <laughs> it's available uh, in our imaginations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in our hopes and dreams. Whenever you fall asleep tonight, you'll uh, we'll all listen to uh, I Love My Dad Gay Cast. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's a that's a that's a good plug, Martin. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I'll plug my real podcast, which isn't as good as this <clears throat> f- fake podcast that we've created. We're uh, it's apparently the greatest. Where me and some friends watch every movie on the American Film Institute's 100 Greatest Mo- American Movies from the Last 100 Years list. Uh, try and you know find out find the common thread between you know all of these uh, movies that are considered of the canon. Uh, look for a lot of gay subtext in most of the movies. <laughs> uh, there are many goof 'em ups, many serious discussions about film, uh, about our own personal history with the movies. Tomorrow we will all of us will be back talking about minute sixty five. Uh, check that out. Uh, Jessica, Martin, it's a pleasure as always talking about Clueless and everything in the world but Clueless with you. Oh, back at you. (laughs) See you tomorrow. All right. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to this episode of As If, the podcast all about Clueless, is produced and edited by Darren Husted, executive produced and hosted by Trevor Gibson. Follow us on Facebook at As If the Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at As If underscore podcast. Follow us on Instagram at As If Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Shout Engine, or the podcast app of your choice. Rate and review us if you enjoy. Clueless is owned by Paramount Pictures. No infringement is intended. All rights reserved. Copyright 2016.